Butters got as much talent as any of them, really. Butters takes the mark. Blitz off, corner the tackle. Didn't handle it, kick it. There's the tackle. Did he handle it? No. That's as clean a tackle as you can get for a free kick. Boy, oh boy. Goodness gracious me, JB. Fuck Jaden Stevenson. Fuck me. Fucking useless prick. How do you return 112 one week and then come back and return a 40 the next? Fucking Lord Melbourne prick. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, shit. Um... Welcome back to the Denver Terrace Draft Den for episode three of the Daft Drafters podcast. Round two was shit, and you're lucky this podcast is still happening. However, despite my own misfortune, the show must go on. Round two did give us some positives with a cheeky little two-point win for Guelph on the shelf over the top of Fish Dog Squadron, the type of tight finish we love to see. Um, and there was plenty of controversy in the actual football as well with the Cats getting away with complete robbery. Um, but without further ado, we'll jump straight into the first segment for this week's podcast. Give me six and I'll give you our second round pick this year and our second rounder next year. Two number twos for the six overall. I'm not an idiot. Yes, lads, this is Monitoring Moves with Mozza. Welcome to the podcast, Mozman. Thanks for having me, Jimmer. Here we've just gone global, so I thought it was about time I'd jump on the bandwagon and send this baby overseas. Yes, bloody oath. Well, you're just about the only one from the league that has not listened to it, I hear. So if someone in the US can listen to our podcast, surely you can put aside 30 minutes to have a listen, mate. I will admit, Jim, it was pretty slack of me last week, but what better way to get me listening than put myself on here? So (laughs) um, I'll be sure to tune in this week. Yeah, that's why I've got you on, mate. I'm just all about those listeners. So anything Good to get to hear, mate. <laughs> Good to hear. Um, so this segment is all about looking at the trades that people have made, whether they be free agent trades, waiver trades, or team to team trades. Um, unfortunately, Moz man, we haven't had any team to team to team trades yet. Uh, it seems everyone's a bit gun shy. Uh, it is only week three, though, so I don't really uh, blame anyone just yet. I'm not game myself to be sending out too many trade offers, but mm. uh, when we get a bit more clearer picture of the season, I'm sure I'll have my fingers quick at the quick at the button, sending out a few offers here and there. So keep your ears open, Jimbo. Something might be coming your way. <laughs> yes, good to hear. I do know that there's been a um, a couple of offers floating around. I know me and Hornsey have been in talks and. And crawls and shares have been in talks, but both of those have stagnated, unfortunately. So, fingers crossed someone can get the job done soon enough. You'd hope so. It'll make the season a bit more interesting, I would have thought. But, yeah, I guess we've got enough to talk about today. A few moves this week, Jimbo. So, we'll be sure to look into those ones. Well, as far as... um, You are right. There's quite a lot of moves. As far as free agent and waiver trades go, we've had... 43 in total this year, which is quite an astronomical number. Um, We started with just the seven prior to round one, and then it really ramped up from there. We had 17 in round two, and as of Thursday, uh, there's been 19 prior to round three. Big numbers, Jimbo. A few injuries out there, so not too surprising, but yeah, a bit of indecision as as well there thrown in the mix, I think. Yes, yes. Well, the major culprits, Guelph on the shelf, has, has made eight of those trades, and um, Hudson's Hornets and Colin Langford six each. So, a lot of moves thrown around by those boys. Yeah, it, it is hard to play good footy when the team's not settled, Jim. So, I'm hoping, I'm hoping for their sake, they can sort of settle into a lineup soon and just start focusing on getting out on the park and ripping out some good scores. 
Yes. Well, if you look at the other end of the scale, you've got Darren Mingington there, yet to make a trade. Pretty incredible. Don't mind that, though, Jim. Loyalty. That, that's what everything's about in life. So I do appreciate that. And I think his team will certainly respond uh, for him. It is. It's becoming hard to argue against. I mean, he won a premiership off the back of making no trades for an entire year. So far this year, he's one of only two coaches to pass a thousand in each round so far. And again, yet to make a trade. So it seems to be a formula that works. It is. What do they say about not fixing what isn't broke there, Jim? <laughs> yes, I believe that's, that's something with how it Something goes. like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not too sure how it goes, but <laughs> I think I've sort of nailed the, the main theme of it. Yes. All right. Looking at uh, some of the, more specifically at some of the moves that have been made this week, has anything caught your eye? Yeah, well, I guess transaction of the week for mine. Uh, again, don't want to pile in too hard on this young fella, but Paddy Dow finally gone. So, look, I think it's about timing. He's shown again this year that he can't play football. So, uh, getting in D Swallow, a proven midfield mover, um, I think that's a good one this week. Again, Swallow, we sort of know what we're going to get with him. Not the the largest of scores, but anything has to be better than Paddy Dow would have thought. <laughs> You'd think so. I think uh, Jaden Kant's been bullied into that one. Yeah, again, I, like I said, didn't want to pile in, but sometimes a bit of bullying is best uh, just to get the right <laughs> results there. So looks yeah, like no, it's thankfully right. worked it. Yeah. Right. Who, who else has, has made a move that's caught your eye there, Mosman? Another interesting one, the big Texan. Now, I know this might not necessarily be the most popular given that he's not necessarily a, a proven performer there, but I'm a big fan of the Texan this year. I just think Adelaide have shown that they're not completely useless and he is kicking yep. bags. Yeah, well, it's interesting, isn't it? Those new rules, um, like the great Buddy Franklin said over the weekend, that the, the leading forward is back. And uh, yeah, the, the, the Texan is taking full advantage of that so far. Yeah, and again, you mentioned the year of the forward. I think you might be spot on or, or not too sure who captured it best, you or Buddy Franklin. But between the two of you, we've also seen Kennedy, uh, Norton, you even picking up Buddy last week. So it's definitely a theme in our draft league as well, Jimbo. Maybe it is the year of the forward. Yes, it's a keen observation there. Lots of key forwards being picked up. I believe you've got Joe Danaher on your list as well. Well, it hasn't proven to be his year yet, but I'm sure once he starts kicking bags, if Brisbane ever start playing uh, decent football, uh, we might get some bigger scores from Joey. Well, that's the hope anyway, because I'm in desperate need of some production from him. He bloody needs to. I've got too much money on him for him to fail. Yeah, well, we'll keep that aside, Jimbo. We won't get too much into the depths of uh, responsible gambling in this potty, I wouldn't have thought. Uh, Speaking but, of responsible gambling, boys, have, ask Crawley about his bet on the on the lines this week. Yes, it's a bit of an eye-popping one, that one. So we'll just have to... I'm not too sure when this is going out. We might have a happy crawls or a sad crawls when this is released, <laughs> I'm assuming after tonight's game on a Thursday. Um, but best of luck to the Lions for him, I suppose. It's never nice putting up with that bloke when he's in a bad mood. Mm, agreed. Um, now, you did mention Josh Kennedy there, speaking of key forwards. Interesting to see here, we've got Jade Gresham has been picked up by Guelph on the shelf, and then a full six minutes later was dropped for that man, Josh Kennedy. What's going on there? Well, to be honest, I can't really explain that one. I'm, a sh I'm hoping the logic is getting another forward into the team. That's the only thing I can think of, uh, mm. unless Gresham's done something seriously wrong within that five minutes that he was on the team. <laughs> Plausible. 
Uh, but I'm not too sure what he must have done wrong there. He played all right on the weekend, so that was a, a bit of an interesting one. But again, a bit of indecision there, I think, from Big Guelphie. Uh, yeah. Not the way moving forward. Now, Patrick Whipper has gone after uh, Wonderboy Sam Switkowski. Uh, what are your thoughts on that move? Uh, not sure, Jimbo. No idea who this Switkowski bloke is. He's pumping out some good scores, though, so it's certainly got my attention. I don't mind it. I've heard you're not too much of a fan of him. Oh, I'm off, uh, this, he... move. I'm off this move. This is a flash in the pan from old Switkowski. He's not producing those numbers uh, week to week. I wouldn't be surprised to see a 40 average over the next three rounds from the young fella. Interesting. Well, I guess we might see that from Zachy Jones, though. So probably not the riskiest uh, transaction there, I wouldn't have thought. It's not a bad point. Yeah, we don't love Zachy Jones. Bit of a flog. <laughs> Another one that caught my eye, uh, Braden Campbell. Well, I think that's a that's a good sneaky pick up there from Fish Dog. I've heard that by the end of the season from uh, one of our good mates there, Crawls again. Uh, best player in the competition, he's destined to be. So <laughs> I think um, I think more specifically, best kick in in the comp. Actually, the best kick the game has ever seen was the call that was made by old Crawley. Yeah, something like that. So it's certainly surprising to see Niels and Squeals not picking him up, but that one must have just gone over his head, I would have thought. You certainly wouldn't want to be missing out on the best kick in the comp. I think we've all done ourselves a bit of an injustice there, Jimbo. So props <laughs> to Fish Dog for that one. Yes, well done, Fisher. Um, now, you've had a bit of a dip at me for the Dougal Howard move. You don't like that one? Look, I don't mind it, Jimbo. I was just a bit worried. I do back you as a fellow Supercoach pundit, so I was just wondering what Scrimshaw had done wrong because I have gone and picked up your sloppy seconds, but I suppose um, you just think Howard will be a bit of an upgrade there, do you? What's your thinking behind that one? Yeah, I think it is the year of the, the mobile intercepting defender, and he's scored quite well in the two rounds so far, and every year there's a random dude that pops up and becomes a... A, a good scoring option, and, and I just think maybe Dougal Howard is that man this year. And I think there's a there's Jack Scrimshaw types on the waiver wise. So if the Howard move goes wrong, I can always pick up someone else that that will score on par with Scrimshaw. So I'm happy to take the risk. Yeah, I don't mind that. I think Scrimshaw hopefully will at least get the the full full four quarters this uh, this week, and hopefully moving forward with Willie Day out. But, uh, yeah, I don't mind Howard. He's certainly playing more up the ground, I think, than previous years, and it's certainly translating to some big Supercoach scores. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, or I guess hopefully not, uh, that he carries that on <laughs> moving forward there for you. It might be uh, one of the better pickups of the week, I think, there for you, Jimbo. Well, uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um now, is there any other ones that have uh, got your attention there? Have we just about covered it there, Mosman? I think we've just about covered it there, Jimbo. Uh, a few injuries there, so a number of the transactions not really surprising there. Sad to see Matty Rao get dropped. Mm. Um, hopefully that will be one to keep an eye on uh, when he's coming back there if he does this year. Um, unfortunately, I've had Cordwell as well. Jackie Martin for the, the baggers um, and Witherden's just useless, so... Um, a few unsurprising drops there, um, but hopefully, like you said earlier, hopefully there's some bigger news to report next week. Hopefully the first first trade might go through before we speak next. So um, yeah, keep crossed. your eyes out for that one. We want to see more team-to-team trades, fellas. Get it done. All right, keep thanks for coming on board, Mozman. It was a good segment, right. I reckon. Great debut. Was Jimbo? Hopefully you've recorded this one, so I'm not coming back from a third time. <laughs> yes, this is the second take. I forgot to hit record on the first one. Sorry. <laughs> no, nah, it's always lovely to speak to you, Jimbo. Should do it more often. 
<laughs> All right. Talk to you soon, mate. Sounds good, mate. Bye-bye. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? It's not that simple. What it's do you want? Crawley's Calls. Welcome back to Crawley's Calls, Locke. Good to have you back. Thanks, Jim. Uh, good to be back. This is a uh, different Crawley's Calls because I'm back in Albury, actually. Jim and I are doing this yes. over the interwebs. A so very 2020 style podcast, this one. I know, in a bit, a bit of a throwback to last year, yeah. Yeah, the remote comms. I like it. Um, so looking at um, last week's tips, um, Farm Again versus Neils and Squeals. You got that one right? Big win for the Neils and Squeals? Yeah, that was, that was a bloody easy one, Jim. <laughs> Every week, I told you. I'm not going to lose uh, again. Yeah, no. Nah, the, the boys melted over at Farm Again. Steve pumped out a 40 and... Bloody Jackie's evil rolled his ankle. So uh, McInerney rolled his ankle as well. It was just a fucking shambles for the boys. Yeah, like anyway. like you're beating that score anyway, Jimmer. Top score. Yeah, well, no, so you're far. right. But eight twenty one is still very disappointing. Anyway, we'll keep moving. Uh, Cripus Cuties and Jaden Cunt. Um, I believe you tipped Cripus Cuties in that one. Got that one correct as well. Yep. And then Guelph on the shelf. Who'd you tip in that one? Tight one in the end. Oh, I think I fish dog. I think I tipped. Because all uh, right, yeah, so two from three. One, I um, Hudson's Hornets yeah. v Jack McCrayfish. Uh, the Hornets got the win. You sure got that I... one wrong as well. Sure, you get that one right. I completely got that wrong with Danger and Rail out. Hornets is he's kept it strong. Yeah, yeah. So what's that? That's two from four so far. And Nangford versus Mingington. You tip Nangford in that one. Um, and Mingington, yeah. Mingington got up again. One of only two. Coaches to go over a thousand in the two rounds so far. Yeah, Dan Mingington. Um, um, yeah, I don't know what the fuck's happened there. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and then the last one, row, 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 yeah, bottom, and Patrick Whipper. You got that one right. So, fi- yeah, pretty 50% easy. again. Not bad. That's pretty. That's pretty consistent. I, must I, I think you got a lift here. That's pretty good at the consistency <laughs> of these. Three tips. out of six in the two weeks so far. Nah, it's not great. There's only one tip that matters, though, and that's for the squealers. <laughs> Forget about the squeals, mate. They're no good. <laughs> All right, Jimmer. Should we get into the games then? Who's right, first yeah. up? I've got Farmageddon first up again versus Jaden Kant. Uh, Farmageddon predicted for the lowest score this week. Jaden Kant predicted 1,051. Jimmer, how'd you go last week? You got pumped in the end by me. So Stefan and Zebel really underperformed for you. Trelaw bounced back nicely. Kelly, 90. You want a bit more from that? Taranto, is he going to be the pick this year? It sort of sucks. But the big one for yeah. you is the big O going out. That really hurts. So you've lost him this week. Uh, uh, you're rectifying that with Stefan Martin? Um, I believe – what have I done there? I've uh, So I picked up Tom Hickey to replace yeah, good pick up. Uh, Big O for the week. Yeah, um, Big O should only be out for uh, a week or so. Connor Rosie going to play? Connor Rosie should play, yep. Um, so I've been looking into that one. He should be right to go. So, um, interesting. Yeah, looking forward to having a bit of a stronger lineup this week. I think the projected is well unders for myself. All oh, right, there you go. Right, well, Jaden Card, big Nico. He's finally dropped Paddy Dow, which uh, long-time listeners of the podcast will know is probably the best move that may be made all season. Is putting Dowie to the bench, even with Fish and Jackie Martin going mm. out. I just, you just love to see it. Right. 
Good on you, Nico. This is, you know what? Like, I don't even have to look at his team. I'm picking Jaden Cart to win this week. I'm sorry, Jim. But... <laughs> You've completely pressured him into that. 100% I've pressured him. And that's why I'm picking the great man for dropping Paddy down. Nico's now, I might even make the call that he might, if I wasn't in this league, he might win it this year. Because he's coaching so far from round three, I guess, onwards, he's been impeccable. I mean, if we just scratch his first two weeks, he's just trying something with Dowie. He couldn't get it done. The handball king's gone. And who's he brought in? Jed Anderson was unreal for him last week. Yeah, Jed Great Anderson, like, that's out of nowhere for mine. That's and he, he left him on his bench. Oh, was out he? Out of nowhere. The tackling machine's back in. The Yeah, the auto pick left him on the bench. Might have cost him. Jesus. Oh, Nico had 100, 123, 87, 84 on the bench. That's got to hurt. Yeah. From his bench plays there and went down to Crippers Cuties. Big week from Brayshaw. Brayshaw may be a great draft pickup. Maybe the draft um, pickup of the year. Brayshaw drafting him. He's going to be gone. Yeah, where, where uh, did he get Brayshaw? Who else did well from Gorney? Bounced back. I'm not sure, yeah. but Brayshaw's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, second game, Lock. We'll keep going. Oh, sorry. Am I getting caught up on that one, Jim? Fucking hurry me on. <laughs> That's right. You should be excited for this next one. Neils and Squirrels versus Fishdog Squadron. Who you got? Uh, I just got to get the game up one second, Jim. Still looking at Nico's team. Nico, you got to sort your forward line out. Uh, yeah. You do that and you'll win a few more games. Neils and Squeals, Jim, I don't even know why you had to ask me there. Neils and Squeals are going to win this one easy. Like, look at that. You, Interesting you only projected to win by one point. I know, bizarre. Neils and Squeals, I could go through my whole team and say they all scored over 80. Like, that's simple. My whole bench scored over 80 as well. Only we had one guy player on the bench, which is Zachy Bailey. But there's no holes in this team other than Josh Kennedy's only underperforming. Like my backline all went like 130, 120s, midfield, McRae, down forward, sorted. Bokey's going off for me. So Niels and Squeals would be my pick here. Fish Dog tipped in last week, underperformed. Very tight game though. Two point loss to the Guelph on a shelf. Zach Butters 163, couldn't help him get over the line. That's pretty massive from him. Who's underperforming? I think he said in the chat today, Tim English playing down full forward is. Going to cost him a few games, I reckon, this year. And has he dropped? Yeah. Finally dropped Andrew Bayshaw. Yeah, for sure. No, nah, still on the pine, but I reckon that's a, probably probably a, yeah. Sorry, Angus Bayshaw, probably a drop candidate. Uh, yeah, hard to go past me. It's weird. He's tip. He's projected to get one thousand twenty nine. I don't know how he's got Bailey Scott in the field. Anyway, all right. Um, <laughs> So you've got Niels and Squirrels in that one. Crippers Cuties versus Jack McCrayfish. Jack McCrayfish let me down last week after backing him in as one of the better teams in the league. 875, very disappointing score. Sardi trash, Neil trash, Parfit trash, Sorco trash, Lever trash, Jack Higgins trash, Jeremy Govan trash. That's like, I'll just fill the trash bin up, empty it, <laughs> start again. Start again this week. Crippers Cuties coming in hot as well. If Neil brings it back this week, Sorts his shit out. Same with Sardi. Zork should have a better week this week. We'll find out tonight how early he goes. Um, Vlosten's back. Is Vlosten back? Uh, not sure. I think he's, he's a chance. He's a chance. From, I'll have to... I he's a chance. And I, and I reckon... Right. I reckon he needs to free up a bench spot there with Drapes. Yeah. Uh, he's done that. He's, he's, dropped, he's dropped Drapes and got Bailey Dale in. Bailey... Ooh, okay. Okay, now we're on to Crippus Cuties. Dobber, good win last week. Massive. Chera, great draft. Bontepelli, short. Clary Oliver. Going to carry his team for the rest of the year. 
And look, this is the thing. He scored 1,093. He had Brody Smith completely underperform. Like, he's going to come solid. Jai Caldwell went down for him. Yep. Oh, but Brody Smith's not a very good scorer, though, for mine anymore. Like, he's just going to be average all year. Like, 52's unders, but he won't score more than 75 on a weekly basis. I don't yeah, reckon. he's in a shit team. So, that's a pick that's going to probably drop for him. This week, he had to get rid of Caldwell, which sucks. Uh, I think he brought in Scrimshaw there in defense. Yeah. Ron Marshall come back for him, so pretty strong. He did. Um, oh, I don't know in this one. McRae Fish let me down last week when I was tipping him. Cripper's cuties. He's got a pretty solid team. Oof. I'm purely going to pick this. Ah, oh, shit. I can't, I can't split him. I'm going to give it... Uh, I'm going to give mate. it Cribbis Cuties, just what he's got there. Joe Danaher will kick five. Chucky Neal will be out of the game again tonight. Joe Danaher will kick five. Cribbis Cuties win it with 160 <laughs> from Danaher. Okay. So Cribbis Cuties... Over the top of Jack McCrayfish. Uh, Guelph on the shelf up against Darren Mingington. Are we going to give the running Premier some respect? Well, what's he, what is he? 2 and 0, is he? To start the season? Yeah. We might be sleeping on him yeah, a little he's, bit. He's, uh, yeah, yeah. Is Braden Maynard underperformed so. again with another 45? Which sort of hurts. He's got a pretty solid team here. I mean, took Miller 131, surprising. Early, you underperform. Dunks is carrying him. Jarman Impey on the bench hurt. Look, Isaac Smith, I may have to say that's... He's probably got an issue in the ruck. With Big Boy. Yeah, that's where he's going to fall down this year. But I'm going to say Isaac mm. Smith, one of the better draft picks that everyone slept on this year. What he's doing at Geelong, surrounded by that team. I mean, as a forward, very, very handy. Uh, yeah. Who's he up against? Yeah, Cole he's Nanford. going well. The Nanators. Um, yeah, Carl Nainford. Oh, no, what was no, that last week? that was... Hang on, Guelph on was, the Shelf. No, he's up against um, Guelph on the Shelf. <laughs> Mark, it's running high class <laughs> operation this week, Jim. The technical difficulties from the... Uh, I don't know whether it's just us being total idiots and just doing it over lines, fucking us up. Anyway, we're on Guelph on the Shelf. Good win last week from him. Bounce back. Bounce back week from Sammy Hanlon. Who do you have performed? Crispy, Houston's been fucking awesome. Look, only two players who scored over 100 for him last week and come away with the win. you got to be happy with that. Uh, big, big hundreds, though. 156 from Danny Houston. That's massive. Terrible pick, Riley O'Brien. Yeah, we do have to talk about Riley O'Brien. A couple of 50s off the top at pick four. And, like, we said it on the night. What the... F- well, Hannah wasn't there. Hannah wasn't there in the room with us, but we're all like, "What the fuck is this gun doing?" Like, honestly, <laughs> like you said in the chat high. today, I think that's just a ruck panic. A gen- it is a genuine ruck panic at the top. Like, you just you see the run of rucks, and look, I get it. You've got to like go out and get your guy, but that was pretty. That was bold, especially where the games changes you less stoppages. Yeah. He may have paid overs there. I think that's uh, probably the, the disadvantage of, of not being there at the time is that you don't get the feel of the room. Had he been in the room, you probably would have realised that, you know, once those two big boys are gone, you don't need to keep going with the rucks. Like, you're Grundy and you're gone, go off the board, and right, I look elsewhere now. Rather than, yeah. oh, those two big boys are gone, I need a beast ruck now, sort of thing. 
Yeah, it was that. And then I think Hicksy wanted Todd Goldstein, which would have been a terrible pick anyway. Thank God he ordered someone else. <laughs> <laughs> but they were the only yeah. couple of blokes that were worth looking at in the draft. I mean, hey, yeah. look, he's nutted out a win there. Uh, is he going to get 156 again from Houston this week? Will Riley O'Brien no. bounce back? I just don't think Gaff underperforming as well. He's got, I think he's got eight midfielders in his team. That's Gaff, including the Apparently, bench. I saw on Twitter, Gaff got a good spray at training during the week. A nice 10-minute-long conversation with Adam Simpson. Oof. So, Oof, hopefully, a real hard that's bloke. the yep. spray he needed to pull his finger out. Hopefully. Well, Guelph, I think he's got some issues in the midfield because he's got four midfielders on the bench and four on the field. Uh, that is that is absolute scenes there. I can't give – I can't pick Guelph on a shelf to win this week. Based purely that he's got four midfielders on the bench. Like, that is some terrible coaching. Doesn't I mean, he have Alex Withered in there? Nah, mate. You look at his, he's got, he's dropped Widow. He's got oh, he's Crouch, Edwards, Shuey, and Kerno on the bench. Like, oh, he brought in Edwards for Witherden. Yeah, I see that yeah, now. Yeah, that's too many midfielders. You don't need that many. Yeah. Drop them. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that's, he's trying to utilize the poop hole loophole crawls. Yeah, he could be doing the poop hole loophole. Smart, <laughs> smart. But still, four midfielders on the bench. Not about that. Um, Righto. Yeah, um, so, who you got? Mingington. Easy. Four right. midfielders on the bench. You don't cool. deserve to be tipped. Wonderful. Right. The Hornets up against Patrick Whipper. Patrick, Patrick Whipper Whip. predicted for a big score this round. Yeah, massive big score. The biggest score of the round predicted to be. Big week last week as well. 1,044 points. Pendles, Walsh. Laird, Billings, Hearn, all scoring massively. Hearn kicking out from fullback, very, very handy for Super Country Boyds there. Yeah, um, he's had a bit of a resurgence in 2021, has Shannon Hearn? Yeah, yeah. It's with the new rule there coming out of um, fullback that's really fucking helped Hearnie out because he just belts yeah. the motherfucking ball long as. Jackie Martin did go down yeah. for him, though. That's a bit of a loss there. Um, it's going to hurt on the And what about the line. Hornets? Uh, yeah, the Hornets... I don't know. We'll get to them soon. Hang on. He's playing Sulkowski, <laughs> Georgie boy. So, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I got to get the. You can't rush me like that, Jim. I got to get. I got to get the bloody Hornets up on my, on Mate, my screen. What? <laughs> I'm just trying to keep us moving through. I don't want it to be another 47 minutes. Yeah, I know it's going to be long. One of the primo teams of the league. <laughs> Hornets got uh, Hunter. Norton Bowers. I don't think he can pull it. I think Patrick Ripper's going to win this one. Hornet can't pull an upset again like that. Hind has been a good pickup. Seb Ross went massive for him last week, I think. Um, yeah, how the fuck? Nick Hind, he's been dominating. That's so random. Yeah, well, you don't rate him because you go for the team, but off the <laughs> half back, mate, he just racks up the points for super coach purposes. So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I'm tipping Patrick Ripper in that one. Hornet's still got to prove it. To me, still, even though he had a good win last week, still got to prove it. And Fife is out. Mm. Okay, Jim, last game of Doesn't the round. Have to prove it to himself, though. Not short of confidence, old Hudson's Hornets. No, no, you have a strut around this week around the office. Carl <laughs> uh, Langford up against Row Row Row. Your bottom. Row Row Row. Your bottom. Worst trader in the game, so I've heard. Uh, on the <laughs> on the waiver wires on the phone lines. Um, solid score last week. It's probably unlucky to to get beaten by Georgia nine nine three. Could have beaten a few other teams, but mm. Robbie Gray just sort of let him down in that forward line with big George Yardis going off. Caleb Daniel only with a 66. I didn't see the game, but I'm not sure whether he got tagged out of it there. 
Um, first... uh, yeah, maybe maybe that was my uh, my call coming to fruition. Yeah, exactly. I thought Jim, he'd get a hard tag this year. You were tipping that that he'd get tagged. Big Nat Nui went off. I think Petrak yeah, needs to step up. He needs to get me a bit more depth there in the midfield. Darcy Moore's solid. Look, not a bad team, to be honest, with everything. He gets Jeremy yeah. Cameron back. Darcy Moore's been really good this year. Yeah, he's been fucking unreal. Um, and he's picked up Benny Cunnington, which we'll see how that works out. He could be averaging 100. Yeah. So handy little midfield pickup there. Uh, on to who's he playing? The Nankford's done. Um, Nankford, yeah. How did he go last week? 908. I tipped him over Mingington. Who let so him down? So Nankford had a loss. So. Yeah, I roasted, him for, now? I roasted him for having DB3 and not playing him. Being a Don's man really <laughs> let him down last week. McGrath, Pidge was 74 <laughs> off 130 and Parrish getting 52, like butchering the footy. Oh, it's just, it's hard to watch. Like when you're getting how many scores under 60, like you've got a 52, a 47 and a 41 from Liam Ryan, Will Power. It's just, you can't sit there on the weekend and watch your team put out those scores. It sort of breaks your heart. <laughs> Like, doesn't it, Jim? You know the feeling. You just think, oh, and he's also got Zach Fisher there who's out for buddy six weeks or whatever it is now. Yeah, it fucking hurts. And when your bench is getting 45s and 60s as well, like, God, he, he needs Mike, Mickey Walters back soon. Like, ASAP mm. to save his... He has picked up Tex Walker, but is that too little too late? You know, but um, look, Grundy and Adams... I uh, a bit interesting, that one. Yeah, sorry. Grundy and Adams will do well. Pidge will pick it back up this week. Titch will... Keep pumping out those scores. He's just got to find those little pieces to fill in. Lukosh yeah. and Mark I've, I've been well. looking at uh, dropping Zach Fisher Bakes, if you're listening. Um, I'm yeah, just looking at bench. the wave of trades at the moment, and you still got him there. So maybe move him on. Yeah. Now, this week, I'm going to tip. Jeez. I'm going to tip Cole Langford again. I'm going to tip Row, 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 your bottom to stay on the bottom of the ladder. I don't hate, I don't like seeing Yeah, right, eh? I don't like seeing it, but I've just got to row, row, row your bottom think, of the ladder is what I'm thinking. <laughs> You've got something against old row, row, row your bottom. The, I don't. The, I uh, don't. The trade negotiations didn't go so well today out here. No, that is not what I've got against him at all. <laughs> he did. Maybe he did like smite me a little bit and uh, sort of <laughs> took a stab at some terrible trades. Like they were a little disgusting. I was a little hurt. <laughs> But that's not one. It's he's got bottom in his name. He's gonna row his way to his bottom. Mm. He needs to show me something before I can tip him. Kyle Nankford, bounce back week. So we've got Jaden Cart, we've got Niels and Squeals, Crippers Cuties, Darren Mingington, Patrick Whipper, and Kyle Nankford as your tips for the week. Let's here's hoping you can get more than three, mate. Well, this is the thing. If you want to look into it any further, Jim, three of those are gonna be wrong. So three of you out there I'm wrong on and you may get a win. So if that cheers anyone up, like it's a positive way to look at it. <laughs> ah, true. Yes, true. So if you've been tipped against, there's still hope. That's what you're getting at. So you guys got to be positive. The guys that have tipped against, three of you are uh, going to get lucky nice. this week. That's how it's going to work. All right. Well, yeah, thanks for joining uh, Crawley Skulls again. Oh, sorry about the, uh, the uh, lack of production quality this week. The, uh, the old... Uh, what is it? Re- remote communications hasn't gone so well for us today, but... We got no no Chew Man this week again. Chew Man's up in Sydney, living it up in Vaucluse in the next couple of days uh, in 28 degree heat, just swimming in the pool, hanging out, heading down to the local pub. What are the pubs around there? Just down to the, the sheep. local. Is, he, is at the Sheep? Uh, Paddington, the Sheep. Yeah, he's at the Sheep, <laughs> enjoying himself. I'm sure Patrick Whipple will drop down and um, say hello to him as well, and they'll be hanging out. 
Right, right. Knocking a few back for us. Uh, we'll be back next nice week. Nice talking to you, Cross. All right, Jim out. Have a happy Easter, everyone. Yes, happy Easter. <laughs> Five days of footy. Boom. Right. Ciao.